Today we look at what it takes to stay motivated to do difficult things. Welcome to Run With Horses. My name is Norman and my goal is to help you thrive as a follower of Jesus. It's not always easy, it's not always fun, but it's always worth it. And sometimes the motivation is actually a problem. Well, where do you get your motivation? That's kind of the topic of the our talk today. You know, there are a lot of places you can get your motivation. There are a lot of ways that you can maintain your motivation. And I do want to share a few things that have been helpful to me over the years and lessons I've learned that help me stay motivated to accomplish the things that either I want to achieve or that I know that I need to achieve. And it's probably helpful to start this discussion by thinking about where do we get our, our goals from? because it's very much attached to our motivation. If you have a goal that's not really a, a good goal, a goal that's going to maybe take you away from where you need to be spiritually in your relationship with God, you can want things, you can desire things that are not good for you. And if you do that, well, you're probably going to struggle with some of those goals and motivation probably should be an issue. So you want to have good goals to start with, ones that you know that you should be accomplishing and that you should be achieving. If you're doing that, then motivation is a little easier to start with, but you have some ways to um, bolster up your, your desires, your motivation, your willingness to achieve the things that are actually good for you. So where do you get those goals that you're striving for? I, I'm just going to mention a couple of things because really it's across the board. It depends on who you are, where you are in life, uh, what you're doing. There are lots of places you might get goals. You might come across things that you want to do or want to achieve in life. Um, part of it, honestly, should be from your values. And your values as a Christ follower, as a disciple of Jesus, my values definitely come from God's Word, from knowing who Jesus is, and from knowing what is important to Him. So I have goals in life, I have priorities in life that are very much wrapped up in, in God and in God's mission on this world, on the fact that uh, God loves His church and He's doing things in His church, and I know that I both want to and should be part of that. So I'll have goals related to that understanding of who God has made me. So my values, my, uh, my worldview, understanding of life is going to affect a lot of my decisions about who I'm to be and what I'm to accomplish, what I'm to try to do in life. So your motivation really is going to be uh, very much wrapped up into who you are if your goals are coming from your values. Now, if you have goals that are set upon you, that other people are telling you well, you should want this, well, that might be a little trickier. You might find that uh, you struggle with some of those, some of those goals, some of those values. If you're accepting someone's values that you haven't taken on as your own, so the Bible should be one of those major uh, world developing, worldview developing. Uh, inputs in your life. Unfortunately, culture is a big one. And it is often in culture that we find these goals that we set that we really struggle to stay motivated to achieve because they're not really our goals, but they're 
they're built in maybe to the people around us are there we're being encouraged by others to want something that maybe we don't really want so if it's not one of your values you're going to struggle so part of this discussion of goals or motivation should be what are my what are my values what are the values that i should have that i that i should develop that i am developing that i want to develop and i think as we stay consistently in god's word and understand who god is and what he's doing it it is easier to accomplish some of these uh, goals that we set because they're biblical goals there's things we know that god is doing in us and through us and we want what he wants now uh, one of the places that we get a lot of our goals is from our friends you have hopefully really good friends <laughs> if you have a good relationship with your church you have a good relationship with people in your community you have friends that love you and care for you and they want what's best for you then as you're thinking about what you want to achieve in life what kind of person you are you you set goals in kind of tandem with those people and they're good goals if you have a community of people who are believers who have those same values that you do then it's going to be much easier because you probably will find that you have multiple people around you who have similar goals in life they want to be uh, god honoring in their life in their career in their family so to set similar goals as other people in your community say maybe you have a like in my case I've often had a, a men's group you meet with and have similar goals in our marriages our families and you know to be a certain kind of husband a certain kind of father so we have those goals and we help each other stay motivated to make good choices and to do those things that that we all know that we should do and that we really do want to do but sometimes we get distracted by career or by other things so the friends around us and a common interest or common place in life can often help you can have the opposite of that peer pressure you have negative peer pressure can maybe cause you to set a goal that's not really one that you want but you set it because you feel like well I should because other people are and then again you'll struggle with motivation if if that's the the way that you set a goal now most of us if you have a career if you have life where you're looking long term thinking about who you are and who you're becoming then you probably set some goals related to your career or long-term personal development. Everybody doesn't think that way. <laughs> I always am kind of a little surprised because that's natural for me. I think about who I am and who I'm becoming and what do I need to learn or what skills do I need to develop to be the person that that I can be, that I should be, that I want to be. You know, one of the ways that I've talked to my children is to say, you know, imagine yourself 5 or 10 years down the road what do you want to be able to do at that time what kind of person do you want to be because the choices you make today will determine whether you become that person or not if you would like to be an example we've used our family's musical if you want to be a piano player in 10 years and you you envision yourself being able to play piano whether it's in church or to do concerts or just for yourself personally if you envision that 10 years down the road guess what it takes choices today are you choosing to sit down at the piano and learn to read music and learn to play those simple songs that are not the songs that you want to be able to play but they are the stepping stone to get to where you want to be and it's the choice to practice today that helps you be the piano player in the future 
And you can take that in any area of life. You say, well, in, in 10 years, I'd like to be at this place in business. Okay, well, you're making the choices today that are those building blocks that will help you to get there. Because if you're not, you're probably not gonna make it there. <laughs> That's true in every area of life. And, and this is true in our spiritual life. And I think we don't often enough imagine and, and spend that time thinking about who we are spiritually and that it is a development process. I'm making choices today that are kind of determining what kind of person I'm gonna be 10 years down the road, five years down the road, so I want to be a better disciple maker 10 years down the road. Well, am I making choices today to learn what that is? Am I making choices today to practice that as I have opportunities? If I'm not, I'm probably not going to get better at it. Uh, if I want to understand the Bible better and I say, well, you know, I don't really know it as well as I should. Well, am I making the choice to read it today and to study it today and have conversations with people today that will help me to understand it so that 10 years down the road, I do understand it much better than I do today? comes back to the choices we make today. And a lot of this conversation of motivation to keep going forward in difficult areas comes down to how important is that thing 10 years down the road? Going back to playing piano, some people would say, well, you know, I'd like to play piano. But what they mean is, in a perfect world, I just would magically be able to play. That's not the way that it works. It does take effort and hard work to be good at it it's not worth the hard work to them, so they don't do it. They don't want it bad enough to practice today. And that's the way a lot of things are, unfortunately, that are really good for us. We want to be, or we know intellectually that we should want to know God's Word better, that we should want to be better at sharing the Gospel, we should be better at uh, disciple-making, that we should be more intentional in living out our faith and community, but we don't really want to. We're, ultimately, we're selfish beings, so we lack, the, we lack the real desire to do that, even though we know that it's best for us. So our desire, something that we want deeply, really does come into play when we think about our motivations. If you don't really want it, you're probably not going to get very far. So all these affect what you're, what you're motivated to achieve, how you're going to go about it, uh, whether you really seriously make any efforts or not. It just deeply affects your motivation and positively and negatively. You know, your your friends, your desires, all those things that can be positive because you really, really want this so you're highly motivated or your friends are all on board and they think it's great and they're doing it so again, you have good support or the opposite. And I don't really want that so it's not that, it's not that important and you can talk yourself out of it or your friends can... So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do something else. We're we're gonna go um, go have donuts every morning and and have a men's group that meets at the donut shop instead of getting together to to run or exercise or meet at the gym. So okay, that's gonna affect your motivation if your goal is to exercise and your the group you hang out with their goal is to meet and have coffee and donuts. You're probably gonna struggle a little bit to maintain your motivation, or maybe you can drag something along with you. Okay. Uh, here are a few things that I think impact your motivation. Um, the first is the kind of task that you're hoping to accomplish. You know, it makes a difference um, where your motivation comes from. So, you know, if, you're, if your goal is to get in shape because you see a need, that's one thing. 
If your goal is to get in shape because your friends are getting in shape, that's another thing. If your goal is to really exercise and get into shape because your doctor said, if you don't, you're going to have a stroke. Okay, that's another thing. Those are three different places where you can end up with the same goal, but the way that you think about that goal is going to be a little different. So where your goal comes from is going to affect how motivated you are to achieve it and the kind of person you are. I mean, it's going to have a lot to do with that. Because even in those three examples, you have yourself come up with something, I would like to do this just because I want to. Uh, my friends are doing it, or the doctor said. It depends on who you are. You know, some people are very, very self-conscious. They're very conscious of other people's opinion of them. So if their friends are doing it, guaranteed they're going to do it. That is the best motivation for them. Uh, quite a few of us, if our friends are doing it, it's easier to do it with them. But some people, they will, they will give 100% effort just because their friends want them to because they want their friends to like them and that's enough motivation to do it. Okay, that's not always good. <laughs> there, there are some places where that's a huge negative, but if it's a good goal, sometimes I mean, that does ensure that you're really gonna put in the effort. Um, some people, it is that authority, you know, that doctor says, you, you have to do this. And they, okay, well, I don't really want to, but because you, know, because you said it and you're an authority and you know what you're talking about, uh, I'm going to trust your judgment and I'm going to do it. And they'll do it because, well, my doctor said. So it depends a little bit on you. Uh, and there are people that it doesn't matter who says it, who, what anyone else says, if they don't <laughs> believe it themselves, I don't care what the doctor said, I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't care what my friends are doing, I'm not going to do it. So unless they have that innate desire themselves, then it doesn't matter. So the kind of task you hope to accomplish, where it comes from is really going to make a a huge, huge difference in your motivation and maybe in how you maintain it. Uh, if you think about what kind of person you are, what helps you? You know, you want to consider that. Are you someone that really requires that group? Well, then you probably want to find a group to help you achieve whatever goal that you can, if it's at all possible. Um, you know, that's one reason why Bible study groups and their Bible memory groups and things like that, there, there are... There's an app called Verse Locker where you can um, memorize verses, but you can also kind of see how other people are doing. And some people are motivated by a competition, which is kind of a, to me, it's kind of a negative thing when you think about Bible memorization and things like that. But if it motivates them to, to learn more, okay, that, maybe that's a good thing in their life. So what motivates you? Think about your, your goal and where that goal came from and how you maintain uh, for momentum. One thing that impacts your motivation is how long-term this project is. So I think about any goal as a project. If your goal is to get in shape, well, that's a project. Well, how long is it going to take? Well, it depends on where you start, and it depends on what you consider in shape. You know, some people say, well, I'd like to lose five pounds, uh, and they're reasonably active. It's, it's probably not going to be that hard. They just change their diet a little bit, and it, it kind of works. Other people, uh, you know, it may be... Uh, you know, just horrible for them to even imagine losing anything because they're so food motivated in life. So uh, where you are and what you actually want to achieve makes a huge difference and how long it's going to take you. Because at five pounds, someone might say, oh, that's not going to be so bad. Somebody else might say, I need to lose 70 pounds. Okay, well, that, that may be a little, a little more of a project. Or 
you know, you set, you have a goal that's a career goal that's 10 years down the road, that's going to take some long-term effort to achieve versus, hey, here's a, here's something I'd like to accomplish at work and I think I can take me two or three weeks. Okay, it's a lot easier if the time frame is shorter. So longer it takes, it's a little harder to maintain motivation and it's going to take a little more effort maybe to consider how are we going to maintain forward momentum and effort in this area. Another thing that really affects your motivation is how close it is to your heart. You know, is this really something I value? Is this innate to me? I, I truly care about this issue or this um, this thing deeply. So I, I just I really want to accomplish it. Or is it something? Well, people are doing it. And I think it'd be good too, but you know, I'm not that motivated. So how close it is to to your heart, who you are, does make a big difference. You know, we often we often make goals that we we think we should have, but they're not really they're not really our goals. They're they're somebody else's goals for us, and that's difficult. And we kind of mentioned this already, but the more people around you who have the same goal, usually it's going to be easier. If you have a lot of people around you who say, "Hey, let's do this," uh, you might say, "Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's let's do that. I I'd like to do that uh, too." And the group does it together. It's it's pretty easy to main maintain motivation when you have a large group of people who are seeking after the same thing. It's one reason why the group dynamics and why our, our church environment is so important. If we're together united around the task of uh, evangelism and, and growing our church in unity, then that's typically going to be a little easier for us to maintain a good spirit and, and, and actually do something as a church. Another thing that really impacts your motivation is how quickly you see some success. You know, if you get started and it just seems like nothing's changing, uh, it's just, man, it's just not working at all. It's going to be very hard to maintain motivation to keep working on it. Well, the opposite is also true. If you start doing something and see instant success and have a couple of victories to celebrate really quickly, it's going to be a little easier to, to maintain motivation. Going back to... People, if you have a goal that you can talk freely about to everybody, it's not so personal that you feel like it's private. Uh, that private goal might be more difficult than one that can be a public goal where you're letting people know about it. Okay, um, I kind of want to share a little bit about. Well, I'm going to use a story. You know, like several years ago, I ran a uh, a really long run. I was attempting to run 100 miles to raise money for an orphanage. So, you know, this is in 2019, I had heard about this orphanage for years and there was a need and I wanted to do something to help. So this was a, a difficult task and I wanted to set this goal and, and run as a fundraiser. But at the time I was probably only running two or three miles a couple times a week. I really wasn't running. <laughs> I have run it in, in the past and I had run uh, a full marathon maybe 20 years before and I've always I've exercised. At the time I probably was doing more lifting weights and things like that. Not really conducive to <laughs> long running but um, I had this goal and there were several things about it that I think help us when we think about motivation to uh, accomplish our goals. One of the things that helped right away was that this goal was not about me per se. You know, I'm going to be doing it, but my motivation is to help somebody else. 
So a lot of your goals, if they are strictly limited to you and how this is going to help you, it's going to be much more difficult than if you can understand how your goal impacts other people. And if you're doing things for the sake of other people. If you as a husband are, are setting goals that are going to help your children or your, uh, your, your wife, your family, it, it's much easier to stay motivated for those goals than it is just something that's only for you. If it's just selfishly, it only impacts you, it only helps you, that, that's going to be a more difficult goal. Uh, I personally, you know, my, my view of life is that all of our goals, all of our life really ultimately is about about Jesus. My goal is, as his disciple is to be a good steward of all that he's given me. So the goals that I set in life typically have something to do with my life as a follower of Christ. You know, I want to be healthy because I want to be a good steward of the, the body that he's given me. You know, I want to, to study and learn because I want to be a fitting vessel for whatever God wants to do with me in this life. So a lot of those goals that I set, I understand this is not about me wanting to achieve something, but it's trying to be the person that God wants me to be. So I'm his, and how do I accomplish his task in my life? Always, right away then, there's a built-in level of motivation that's very different than if I, I just set a, a personal goal. And what I find often is I, I set some personal goals that I just struggle with because I, if I don't really understand how this applies long-term or how this makes a different difference in uh, my spiritual life, then yeah, I, I'm often going to struggle. So I, I really do want to understand. And so in this case, this run, I understood this is for somebody else. This is not uh, necessarily something that's going to benefit me. It may be very difficult for me and to fit into life and all those kind of things. So I think that's a big thing. How does your goal fit into your spiritual life and who you are in God's eyes? Then we get to the point I've actually made the goal and I want to achieve it. And I need that daily motivation. I have the big picture motivation of how this fits into my life as a follower of Christ and into the church and all those kind of things. But practically, day to day, how do I maintain real motivation to actually get up and run? In this case, well, what I started with is doing some research. You have to understand I started as a, a researcher in uh, botany and horticulture, so research is something that I, I love anyway. But I started by getting books and looking at documentaries and researching people who have run long distances because I'm getting ready to run a long distance. I need to learn more about how does that work? What kind of training do I need? Are, are there special uh, diet and you know all those things that go along with that? So I started reading books. Some of them were practical. Here's how to run an ultra marathon. Okay, that's very practical. I needed a plan. So I, over time, developed a plan to cover uh, however many months until the, the big day and started dividing up that big goal into these smaller goals. And that's really important. So you can see small successes along the way. Then some of the books, and I watched documentaries and end up seeing other people who've done things like that, who've accomplished these big goals, big running goals. And some of those documentaries, you know, run with a family. So that's, uh, that was an important thing to kind of bring the family in and have some, some support and encouragement. And, you know, my son would run with me some, so we'd have some camaraderie there and run together. But in that research, the books and the videos were learning what it takes of having realistic goals as far as things like time, how, how long is this going to take? What kind of uh, time frame are you looking at? 
what actually am I going to need as far as food, uh, even things like clothing and shoes, and you know, there's a lot of things to learn in tackling that goal. Well, I think whatever goal you have, very similar, you need to make sure you understand what does this take. Before we talked about playing piano. Okay, what does it take to be a piano player? Well, what level are you talking about? And so for me, thinking about running, I wasn't about racing or winning anything, just doing it. So the level is very low. Well, maybe for a piano player, you say, well, I just want to be able to play for myself, or I want to be able to play hymns at church. Okay, that's one level. So I want to be a concert pianist and one day play at Carnegie Hall. Oh, that's a different level. <laughs> so you set your goal. And you have different levels even of accomplishing this, this thing, but how well do you want to do at it? How important is it that you achieve a certain level of success? So by doing the research, you understand the task well so that you can make a clear plan of attack, you understand the process, and if you can divide it into sections, if it's a long-term goal, if it's you know, two or three weeks, you may not need that. But if it's two or three months or two or three years, you may need a very clear plan of attack and you need those places where you can have little victories along the way. Along the way, um, you know, I knew this was going to be a long, a long process and those books and all that really helped. Um, you know, it, it can be a not fun part to do the research. Personally, I like it. So, you know, watching the videos and stuff, my family, you know, that was fun and helped them think that I was crazy, but <laughs> I, I think it can be valuable uh, to do that kind of uh, research. Um, ultimately, uh, you know, you learn enough about whatever uh, goal you have, you set that plan in action, and you begin doing it day in, day out, and then make it easy for yourself. You know, for me in doing the running, I would every night set my running clothes out and I have my shoes and my running shorts and my shirt and my watch, have everything set out and ready to go for the next day so that it was very, very easy to get up and tackle that task. For your goals, part of what will help you stay motivated is to make it easy to accomplish your goal. What does it take? To, to be prepared ahead of time. As much as you can, uh, don't wait until the last minute. Take your plan and take it seriously and take those little steps. Be prepared every day for what it takes. And I've talked about this a lot, thinking about things like reading your Bible. They'll say, well, I just struggle with time. And I'll say, okay, well, if you have a plan, that's a little easier because then you're not wondering what to read every day. You've got a plan. So that's takes a little less time. If you have your Bible out on the table with a notebook and pen and it's ready to go at night, then you know you wake up in the morning and it's right there. You make your coffee and go. <laughs> there, there are ways for almost any goal that you can set yourself up for success. So I think it's helpful to do that. You know, ultimately I do believe God calls us to do difficult things. A lot of those difficult things do require some effort on our part. Um, Motivation can be a problem, but if you understand why you're doing it and you're doing it with uh, people who are following God as you are and they're, they're desiring to see their life glorify Him, I, that makes it a lot easier. So uh, thanks for letting me be part of your journey. Uh, thanks for joining me. 
write me at norman at runwithhorses.net and let me know how your goals are going. How are you staying motivated? You know, it can be difficult to follow Jesus, but it's always worth it to keep running.